Well, hey there. Um, I'm just wondering how much junk you have in your house, how much stuff you have on your shelves, you know, all your collections. Well, real collectors, <laughs> they don't have so much junk. Eh, their stuff's a lot better. Come on, I'll show you what I mean. Collectors don't buy things. They don't purchase or procure. They, you see, <laughs> they acquire. And he was about to make the most critical acquisition of his life. This week's episode, The Collector. Reginald fell into what would become his lifelong passion completely by chance. He was only 26, just a few years out of college when he made his first acquisition. The flea market dealer obviously didn't know what he had. Reginald paid him $137 for it, <laughs> plus tax. He heard the, main, the man snicker as he walked out. What a sucker. But Reginald, ah, he had the last laugh when the appraiser at the art museum told him that his Van Gogh was worth $1.3 million. Well, after that eye-popping event in Reginald's life, he was hooked. He devoted the next year and a half of his, of his life researching and preparing himself to engage in the world of fine art. He familiarized himself with the works of all the great Impressionists, Matisse, Van Gogh, oh, and of course, Monet. Reginald knew that, as a collector, he could get burned pretty badly if he didn't understand the market. So, when he was ready, he quit his job and attacked his passion with a vengeance. Soon he became a regular at the auction houses and art galleries all around the city. Occasionally, when a particularly sought-after work came up for sale, collectors from other cities, even other countries, would attend the auction. The savvy Reginald would occasionally sell a few lesser works from his discerningly eclectic collection to help finance his addiction. He always made sure that he had enough cash reserves to make a new acquisition. The market value of his enviable collection grew considerably. One leisurely Saturday morning over a cup of espresso with a friend, he saw it. His gas startled the folks at the next table. There it was on the back cover of the upcoming auction catalog. Most of the paintings that came up for sale had an estimated market value of two, sometimes $300,000. Occasionally as much as half a million. But this, oh, this was a once in a lifetime opportunity. And Reginald, my goodness, Reginald just had to have it. The following Monday morning, Reginald sold seven of his older acquisitions. Three were damn near giveaways, but four, four of them fetched a rather handsome profit. After he added the sales proceeds to his cash reserves, he was ready. He knew all too well what an exorbitant sum the near priceless Monet would fetch. Ten forty-seven. The auction was already in full swing. Bidding was a bit lackluster for the preliminary works. Reginald scanned the room. He recognized most of the buyers. Even the highly respected and equally despised international collector from Paris, who had flown in just for this event. 
After a brief intermission for lunch in the foyer, two white-gloved assistants brought out the Monet and oh, so carefully placed it on the auction stand. After the auctioneer read the credentials, the bidding war started. Within the first eight minutes, it skyrocketed past $7 million. Artificial autos of lesser means had dropped out at $3 million. Even the despised French collector sat back in disgust when the $7 million mark was hit. Only two competitors remained, Reginald and uh, some mysterious new collector that even Reginald didn't recognize. He was seated in the back row. With only two bidders remaining, the furious tempo slowed to a more ponderous pace. When the price hit 7.8 million, Reginald suddenly noticed the peculiar way that the auctioneer glanced at the mystery man in the back. And the way he pointed at him with just two fingers when he was soliciting his bid, not his usual full palm gesture. Seven ponderous minutes later, the bid was 8.1 million to the back row mystery man. He just nonchalantly tossed off a quick nod, 8.2, back to Reginald. This was getting insane, but Reginald, he knew what he was doing. He knew, 8.2 million. Reginald offered a reluctant nod. The auctioneer went back to his ringer in the back. But this time, aha, Reginald saw it. This time, the auctioneer implored with his usual full palm gesture. And, 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 and 8.3 million to you, sir. The mystery man gave an over-rehearsed nod that even a B-list Hollywood actor would have been ashamed of. Then the auctioneer looked back at Reginald. And, and 8.4, uh, $8.4 million to the gentleman in the front row. Reginald closed his eyes, then lowered his head, trying to mask his intentions. Likewise, the auctioneer tried to mask his lust for his, uh, <laughs> his hefty $1.3 million commission. Sir, 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 it's, it's $8.4 million to you, the auctioneer stammered. Agonizingly slow, Reginald lifted his gaze back to the auctioneer, waiting, thinking, calculating. Then, Reginald stood up, grinned his big-ass grin, and tossed his number paddle into the garbage can. <laughs>